Hello, hello. Welcome back to the CamCast. Uh, this is episode two. I have with me Cade Dowell. Say hi. Hi. Uh, today, I believe we're going to start off talking about music. So, Cade, what is your favorite song right now? Right now? um, Literally right at this moment. It could have changed right since yesterday. At this moment, um, I'm going to have to go Hotel by Claire Rosencrantz. That's a great song. How do you say her name? Ro- Rosencrans or Rosencrans? Rosencrans. Rosencrans. I'm, right. a, I'm a, actually the number one Claire Rosencrans fan. Oh, really? Yeah, within uh, uh, 600 miles. It, that's a fact. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, you do listen to more than one of her songs, more than the one yeah, that went I popular. Yeah, I got like three on my playlist. Wow, that's so cool. I have two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're beating me by a whole 33%. How crazy is that? Uh, insane. Insane. Uh, so, uh, that is a great song. I, I'd i have it on my playlist as well. Uh, I like it a lot better than Backyard Boy. I haven't listened to Frankenstein yet. I, I know that that's one of the three that you have on your playlist, but I haven't listened to it yet, so I can't really give my opinion on it. Um, uh, it's... I don't know if it's better than Hotel, but I would say it's better than Backyard Boy. Uh, oh, yeah. Claire Rosencrantz is the person who made Backyard Boy, which I, at least some of you have heard. Yeah. So I mean, give you reference of who that is. If you were on TikTok last year at any point, then, you, then you've heard Backyard Boy. But if you weren't. Even this year. Yeah, this year too. It's, it's, it's really stayed in popularity. Uh, it for sure has over 10 million streams on Spotify. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'd probably have to say my favorite song right now. I should have thought of this before I asked you. Uh, but, man, that's a really tough decision. Um, I don't really have one. It really just any, like, more hype song, kind of like Hotel. Uh because now that I'm riding my bike more, I listen to music on my bike. So, and it really, like, so I need a real, like, hype songs all the way in a row just to, like, keep me going, you know? Yeah, you you know how I keep track of my favorite songs, like, at the moment? Yeah, you have your uh, current yeah, the, rotation. Yeah, the current rotation playlist. Ten of my favorite songs at the moment, updated daily. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing you asked that question because I, I just had it ready to go. First time I've actually had to use that, you know. Yeah, that's perfect. It worked out very well. Uh, I thought about making one of those, but I just know that I won't be consistent on it. I think it's just fun to update mine. Yeah, I feel like it'd be fun, but I like I said, I just know that I wouldn't update it uh, as much as I should. So, uh, I just kind of whatever I like, I'd click shuffle a billion times until it plays it, and then. Uh, that's the songs that I listen to. Uh, my playlist finally hit 24 hours yesterday. You know, mine used to be 24 hours, or, like, even, like, 25. And I just keep kicking songs off, because if I find myself skipping a song every time it comes on, I'll take it off, because obviously I'm not enjoying it anymore. Yeah. And I still add songs, but now it's at, like, 22, 23 hours. Wow. And so I'm losing... I'm taking songs off faster than I'm adding them. Yeah, it's like a, a make... music crisis. Wow. <laughs> this is how the stock market crashed. 
Uh, exactly. Same thing. Same exact thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I have my main playlist that's that is twenty four hours. Uh, but I actually don't listen to that one. I have the, I have it sectioned off. Like I have the, like hype songs in one playlist. I have the calmer songs in another, and then I have the happy songs in one playlist and the sad songs in another. So that way I, even though I do listen to that, like I listen to all the songs in that playlist, but I don't listen to them in that playlist specifically. I just like to have that. It's kind of like my like songs, but I can actually put it through playlist analyzers and stuff like that to see how my music taste is and everything, you know? Yeah, a, a lot of what I do when I'm making playlists is I'll just, I have the big playlist of every song that I like really enjoy. And I'll just go through and cherry pick the ones that fit a certain mood. And then you get like 20, 30 of them. And then boom, you have a really specific playlist that is full of good songs. Yeah, you're right. Somebody that I, an artist that I uh, just recently have come to terms with that I actually enjoy. uh, And it pains me to say this, but Olivia Rodrigo. Now listen. Yeah. Her obviously brutal is amazing. Uh, the guitar. Brutal is the best Olivia Rodrigo song. It's so it's good. It's the only one that's actually on my playlist. I have two. Or yeah, I have two on my playlist. I have "Good for You" because that that one's good too, uh, and then "Brutal" because it's amazing. But yeah, those are the two best ones. Easily, but still. Uh, Going uh, Trader is very good. I really like the uh, chorus on Trader. Uh, I'll, I, there's a few songs that I just really like the chorus, but I don't care for the rest of the song. Like Enough for You, I can't really handle just like listening to it. But if I just heard the chorus, man, I can jam out to that. Uh, and Jealousy, Jealousy, I enjoy. And then One Step Forward and Three Steps Back, that's a good one. Uh, I like the piano in it. And the chorus, the little like uh, triplet things that she does in there, it's it's really good. I she just has a good musical talent. Uh, I was comparing her today to Taylor Swift, but like of our actual like generation, like Taylor Swift to millennials is like us to Olivia Rodrigo or Olivia Rodrigo to us. I don't uh, know what you mean. Yeah, and. Uh, so, but Taylor Swift was more of, she wasn't like a gorgeous singer or had wonderful music. It was more of the story that it told. You know, like her album. Yeah, I think act- of, huh? even like a real life story. I think a lot of people are into Olivia Rodrigo just for that whole like controversy that it's like. Yeah, that, that it's it based off with, of. Yeah. It's about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the whole thing with Joshua, Joshua Bissett. Uh, but is it Bassett? Is ba- it Bassett or Bassett? I'm heard, pretty sure it's Bassett. I've heard both ways, but I don't know. I always I say it differently every time. It's kind of like uh, Caribbean. Uh, I say I usually say Caribbean whenever I'm talking about it. Just like, see, that depends on the context. Yeah. Yeah, like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not Pirates of the Caribbean. That just doesn't sound right. Yeah. It's Pirates of the Caribbean, but talking in like a normal conversation it's if you're uh, taking a vacation to the caribbean yeah exactly if you're talking about the off topic 
yeah, Let's anyway. Get back to... How did I even get on that? Uh, so well, We were on a Joshua Bassett. Oh, that's right. So hers don't really tell us. They do. They do tell a story, obviously, because it's about her breakup with Joshua. Uh, and so, but it's just that one thing. Like, uh, even you were explaining to me, uh, Igor by Tyler the Creator, it has that whole, uh, like, storyline to it. Where it has, like, starting off with him, uh, you know, falling for the person, whatever. And then what it goes through that whole storyline. And then uh, can we still be friends is the last one. And then the it goes back to the first one. But like that, uh, that was a really kind of bare bones explanation of that. So it didn't work out. But uh, hers is you more. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it has a storyline. But hers is more of uh, the same thing just in different words and different feelings that she had about it. Like kind of like the stages that she went through when thinking about the breakup. Like uh, Brutal is talking about her just like, uh, I have it so tough. And then Trader is like, man, you really broke my heart. Like telling him like, man, you suck. Uh, and then Good For You is like, oh, okay, well, too bad. Good. Uh, go ahead. Do whatever you want. I'm not even. Go ahead. I don't care anymore. And then it just keeps going through that different thing of like, oh, I don't even care anymore. And then like, oh, but, but I really enjoyed what we had. Oh, but I don't care. You know, uh, it's more yeah. of her feelings. Thinking about the breakup, not really the storyline of what happened. Yeah. I, yeah. Yep. So that's what makes her different than Taylor Swift. But I, she has a better voice and music than Taylor Swift does. Yeah. Objectively. Objectively. Objectively, she does have a better voice. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I'm well versed <laughs> enough in that to comment. But like one thing you were saying about like how Olivia Rodrigo is the Taylor Swift for our generation. Yeah. Like, every time I listen to Olivia Rodrigo, especially, like, Good For You, or, like, even Driver's License, it, it just makes me think, all right, 20 years from now, th this is going to be, like, one of the songs of our generation. It's, yeah. It, like, it's going to be one of those songs that, like, uh... I mean, it's you be hear one of those in the good old days songs. Exactly, it's gonna be uh, like grandparents talking about pretty much any '80s song. Uh, you like it's just talking about like, man, this like you, you always hear your grandparent uh, grandparents be like, man, I remember whenever this song came out, I was like doing this and I I didn't care for it, but then like you know they talk about all that and it's artists that have redefined music, but they didn't realize that back then. And I think that. Uh, I don't think that Olivia Rodrigo redefined music. I just think that she... Well, I th not that she redefined music, but I think we are going to see, like, a comeback of, like, that kind of... I don't... It, like, that pop-punk style. Yeah. That more of, like... That you can see a lot in, like, Brutal. Yeah. Uh, that more, like, late 2000s, like... Yeah. Like you said, pop-punk. That's, that. that's very good. Uh, description like um, of it. like Willow Smith. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Uh, like if we want to go older, or just like Avril Lavigne. 
Paramore, but not Paramore, their yeah. stuff now, but their stuff in the late 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be... I, I think we're going to see more of that. Yeah, me too. Uh, it This is kind of a resurgence in that area. Just, I mean, it's just like... Uh, I think it's just going to be a modified version of that. With, I mean, that's why in the early, late 2000s, that's why uh, rock started to make more of an appearance, or, like, really started in the 90s. Uh, it, uh, it just kind of carried over from, like, that 70s, 80s kind of rock style. More 80s. 70s was more disco. Uh, but, like, that rock... Rock has just kind of morphed over the years into different forms, but it still has the same basis, you know? Yeah, like, you can have a... Rock has millions of genres. You could be listening to to c- computer rock or grunge yeah. or there's or so many different flavors. You could be listening to, <laughs> to lawn mowing rock. <laughs> uh, it, there's so many different like what? There's so many different ways to do rock now. That and it's. But the way that rock is morphed, that's the way that you... It's Goodness, I'm stumbling over my words. It's the reason that you can listen to a song and be like, oh, this was made in the 80s. This was made in the 90s. This was made in the early 2000s. This was made in the late 2000s. This was made in 2010s. Because it just has that morphed sound that stuck, a, that stuck around for that time period. Uh, it's even more evident... Uh, not really the evolution of rock, but just the evolution of music in general. Uh, it's even more evident in uh, pretty much 50s, 40s to 80s. Uh, like, if you heard any song from any of those decades, you could almost definitely pinpoint about where that song was made. Yeah, and I don't even listen to older stuff all that much. Yeah. I can, even I can, like, hear a song and be like, oh, that sounds like an 80s song. Exactly. Uh, and it's just because 80s was more rock, 70s was more disco, 60s was more of that, like, uh, what do you even call that? Like, Beatles-esque. Classic rock? No, that's 80s. Uh, 80s is classic rock. 60s is more, like, that is, like, 50s, late 50s, early 60s is, like, where rock began. Like, Elvis yeah. Presley. Elvis Presley is, like, uh, the... Wasn't he the king of rock? Uh, yeah, he like really made it popular. Yeah, he like defined that genre, and like I said, it just morphed, and uh, that that's why. But it was totally different than what we called rock in the '80s or what we called rock in the 2000s or what, because it's just morphed over the years. Uh, everything just goes back to that, just the evolution of music, uh, and how it defines. A generation. Uh, you can really tell that, like, you can listen to music from a generation, and it reminds you of what that generation had happening. You can listen to like groovy disco music and like think of hippies and all that different stuff in the seventies, like uh, anti-war protest. Like, it just gives you that feeling, you know? Yeah. And that's not just how music works and how cool it is. Yeah. Music is associated with memories. Yes, music is a neat thing. Uh, it can... It's the most... Like, universally connected 
language. Or globally connected, I guess, because, you know, we haven't really... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can hear... Like, you can hear notes that were written all the way on the other side of the world and know that it's a song because it's it's music notes. It's the same, like... It's the same principle that we have all the way over here. Like, we all can recognize that something is a song. You know? <laughs> yeah. And you can, I mean, you can recognize... Even if something's it. supposed to be like an imitation of a song. Yeah. You can still recognize that. Uh-huh. It's it's just so recognized. And it brings out a, a different feeling in us. Like, what other thing makes you want to dance like how weird is that music can like make us want to move our bodies it's just such a neat psychological thing you know yeah uh and how some people enjoy other tastes of music than others do there's some people who adore that like 50s and 60s uh birth of rock era and then there's some that like the disco and uh all the way up to like people who like rap and people who, you know, it's there's just so much, so much. Yeah. And then there's like the fact that music's subjective and everyone has a different taste. Uh huh. So you'll have something that you'll listen to and think, how could people ever like this? And then there's but people then like the same, then the thing that you're listening to, that person that listens to whatever you were thinking that about is thinking the same thing about your music. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, how could ever, anybody ever listen to this? And then you see somebody go, like a hundred thousand people go to that person's concert, you know, it, it like yeah. it, it's so weird how music is subjective. But I mean, that's with anything that I was thinking about earlier that there is literally zero things in the world that people can agree on there's nothing not even simple principles like you could say you could even say the earth is round and everybody's like or there's a whole bunch of people that are like no it's flat or two plus two is four. Oh well no if you think about it in this way but <laughs> and but music is just a prime example of that of like how anything can uh be but then uh, the thing with music is that even though everybody has a different opinion about different types of music, I've never met anybody that just doesn't enjoy music. Yeah, and even people who are like, oh, I just don't really listen to music, you can turn on something, and they'll be like, yeah, I jam out to this. Or you, it'll be someone who says they don't really listen to music, but they're in band. Yeah, we have a friend like that. Uh, he says that he doesn't like music, but he's in one of the music pro like he's in band. He's which is music program. Uh, he plays an instrument. Yeah, and it's just because there's something for everyone. There's and he enjoys playing that instrument. I mean, he's he sends yeah. he he'll send like uh, recordings or videos or anything because he enjoys doing that. And just because he says he doesn't listen, to, he doesn't like to listen to music. It's just because he doesn't like to listen to a lot of the music that we listen to. Uh, I had a friend in sixth grade, and she didn't like any music past seventeen hundred. 
um, but not, I'm kidding. She obviously, I mean, it, she liked classical music, and obviously that was made up until like 1800s or late 1800s. Oh, I mean, technically still made today, just not classical. Yeah, just not, yeah, technically. Like, it wasn't like literally written by Beethoven. But like orchestras. Yeah, that's what they I, I could not sit and listen to an orchestra. There are millions of people across the world that pay good money to do that. There are. You're right. Uh, opera. That is a... Yeah. I don't enjoy opera, and there are people that will fill an opera house just to listen to it. Or there's people that dedicate their entire lives to singing in an opera. Yeah. That's like they... That is their dream. They want to be on the stage and be recognized for that uh and yet there are people like me who just like eh, i don't really care for it and how difficult of a business music is to get into like you can't truly just decide you know what i'm gonna be a uh i'm gonna be a musical artist i'm gonna sing and then you're like there is zero guarantee of you getting famous. The only reason Olivia Rodrigo got famous is because she was in Bizarre Vark, which then her acting career and got her onto high, high school, school musical, musical the musical yeah. the series. And then her singing on there got her following on Instagram. And then she posted driver's license on Instagram and then everybody was like, You should put this on Spotify and then she did and then she got a lot of listens on that and then now here she is with a whole album out. And then there's the same thing for other like Disney stars like Ariana Grande or I don't know I'm, I, I know there's a lot of examples. there is a lot but Ariana Grande is a really good example of that uh, there's it's just weird how, but then there's some who just release music and it immediately <laughs> gains traction and becomes popular uh, wasn't it Kanye who just like released his first album and it just God. Yeah, so Kanye, he made, he's been making music for a long time. He used to uh, make beats for Jay Z, and then uh, one day he just decides that he wants to, he wants to rap, and so he goes to the label for Jay Z, and he manages to get a deal, and he just makes a record. Nobody's expecting anything, and then that record, like, does really good numbers. And then it, and now Kanye West is the richest like artist of all time yeah i mean and uh i don't even care i don't listen to rap or anything like that but there's some songs on college dropout that are very good i mean yeah, and it was it was really ahead of its time too it's it it's truly how was every single artist has a different sound it, that's crazy too it's i don't understand how artists can make something different than all the other thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of artists that there are. Yeah, like you can make something similar to someone else. You could copy someone else, and it still won't sound the same. Exactly. You can you can sample. You can actually take people's music and put it into your song, and it still doesn't sound the same. Uh, the <laughs> I'm gonna use another Kanye example just because it's on my mind, but uh, I wonder which was on graduation, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, and even, like, uh, Kanye on the college dropout, he pioneered a lot of that, uh, like, sampling and stuff. Yeah, he did. Uh, but I wonder, is, like, it's almost complete, or like, that whole part where it's the 
like old song. It's sampled from uh, my song by oh, I can't think of who does it. It's a it's a lesser known artist, but uh, it's sampled from uh, the song my song, and they sound very very similar except obviously with a rap verse, uh, and it's a totally different song and a totally different sound. Yeah. Well, you could have um, a song that two different people sample, and they're two completely different songs. Like um. Bound to by Kanye West and, and a boy, is, boy a gun. is a gun by Tyler the Creator. Both sample uh, Bound by Ponderosa Twins plus one. And they're and two totally different songs. I, I I knew Bound to and a boy is a gun before I knew about the sample, and those were two completely unrelated songs to me. And then you listen to the original Bound, and the part that Kanye West uses goes right into the part that Tyler the Creator uses. Uh-huh. And you see that even though that's one song that they took it from, they make two completely separate things out of it. Yeah, it's insane how talented people can be with other people's music. Yeah. Um, there are some samples that like don't even sound like the original at all. Like They'll pitch it up and they'll speed it up and they'll just loop one part. Uh and but it still gives the song the flavor that it needs to yeah whenever it, i'm uh, like showing people how samples can be used i'll take uh i think it's good life by kanye west and that actually uses a sample of pyt by michael jackson oh i know that i saw a tiktok with yeah, that and he like reverses it pitches it up and like speeds it up and it sounds completely different but without that little like high pitch thing in there that sounds nothing like PYT it just wouldn't be the same song exactly the samples are usually the parts where that are the most famous like I have never listened to Bound 2 but I know the sample part just because it's the most like it's the most iconic part of the song yeah even though the song itself is iconic it's still the most iconic part of the song. Uh, and that it's funny with all the sampling that we've talked about, it's always been Kanye because he is just such... He, yeah. He really mastered that art right off the bat. I mean, first album, he did it really well. Yeah, and like today, the college dropout might not seem that unique, but man, back in does. 2004. But like, yeah, back when it was released, it was like not like anything that there was before. Because before that, it was like that that bling rap era where you'd like sing about only your money in your cars, and then hear Kanye West T-Pain. come singing about a girl who's struggling in college. Or yeah, exactly. Like that was like T Pain area. That was like yeah era, not area. Uh, I was like T Pain era, where he, like that was that was the kind of style, and I was like I said earlier, you could hear uh, the generation in the music, like you can hear, oh, that was made in this era, College yeah, Dropout. I to... didn't I didn't know that it was his first album. I in fact I think the first time that I listened to any songs from that album, I was like, uh, I texted you and I was like, oh yeah, this is made uh, like you know, 
early 2010s or like i was just, and then you were like no it's his first album 2004 i was like what and i went to his yeah. discography and you were right i was like Man. Or especially like his pretty much all of it all of his albums like his third album graduation there's people that listen to it like it does not sound like it's from 2007 it sounds like it's from like 2015 yeah i was about to say definitely like mid to late 2010s or like whenever i like i always knew that my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was made in 2010 but then i stopped and i thought about that and i'm like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was made in 2010 i did not think that. Like that i thought for sure it was made in 2017 yeah no i for i i and then you realize how long ago 2010 was yeah 11 years ago and it still holds up and it holds up perfectly yeah uh kanye really truly redefined uh music industry of the 2000s yeah like you don't have to like him you don't have to like his music or you don't have to like him as a person but but he definitely that he's rich and famous exactly there are some uh with some things to be famous it has to be good with music it's not that way yeah because it's so subjective uh, there's some things that... Like a, a country singer that's rich and famous. Uh, I'm going to think that I could make better music than them because in my eyes, I could. Exactly, and me too. Uh, that's the same feeling. But uh, somebody that like everybody takes after, then you know that they're going to be good. Like Kanye. Everybody, yeah. like Kanye really influenced a lot of today's big hits but yeah so we are now running out of time thank you so very much for listening to the camcast uh Cade, thank you so much for joining me and thank you for having me on no problem please tune in next week we'll have another great show and thank you for listening again goodbye goodbye <laughs>